1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat of the Wild. We are playing The Wind Waker. Uh, This episode, uh, we have gotten to Dragon Roost Island, Uh, probably my favorite island in this entire game. It peaks early then. Yeah, yeah. Mm, Yeah, I mean, if this is your favorite, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think think it's just the music, I think, what, what really kills it for me. Joining us this week, of course, is Jeremy. Hello. We also have BC. Hey! And joining us for the first time is Sam. Hello. How you doing, Sam?
2: Oh, I'm, I'm recovering, but I'm doing well. <laughs> uh,
1: when I told you what we had to do for this episode, you texted me back and went, like, just really excited, like, I love Dragon Roost, I love this, this whole island, so I, I was really happy about that, that it was actually... Can I say, kind of cute? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I think this is my favorite part of the game, just because uh, I think
2: what they're doing here is so creative and it's so early in the game that it just kind of set the bar for the rest of the game.
1: Uh, I I I kind of agree. Um, after arriving, uh, the King of Red Lions tells us about Valu. Like, when, once you get close enough to the island, a, a cutscene takes place, and he's like, "Hey." There's a dragon on top of this island. His name is Valoo. As we are about to leave the boat, he unceremoniously hands us the titular Wind Waker, right?
0: This is so weird. It's
1: very abrupt. As as a kid, uh, even, I would just like, you know... Ocarina of Time. The ocarina is like this majestic item that is given to you in this like dramatic scene. And... And when I played this game, I was like, oh, the boat just goes, look in my mouth.
0: To be fair, Ocarina of Time, you find the magical ocarina in a little trench. Right, but but like... It, is, it gets thrown into the sewer. But
1: it, it's it's paired with this huge scene that, that was foreshadowed before yes. and stuff. And like, in this one, it's just like, hey, it, get, turn around. I've got this thing in my mouth. <laughs>
0: I got this thing stuck in my teeth. Help me out.
1: It all feels very
3: like uh, it was like Candy Mountain, Candy Mountain, Charlie. It's like you gotta you gotta use the you gotta use the Wind Waker, Link. It's Candy Here's Mountain, Dracius Island. Like, the Wind Waker. It all feels just very abrupt. I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, it's abrupt, but um, to be fair, you can also completely miss what you should do first, which is run through the tunnel underneath the island. F-
0: you don't need to do this first because you can't no, leave this island. No, no. You so, don't need no. They tell you at the very end. They say, "Go do this They're after we actually, do it all." But
1: multiple times they say that. Um, we'll, but we'll, we'll there's there's it.
0: really no reason to do it right now. But yes, I went. and Did it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't do it till the end. But okay. Well, I I would like to talk about it now. So we're gonna talk about it now. Uh, we can we can go through this tunnel, and there are there's a little piece of land with uh, a shrine two different shrines but one of them actually has the conducting um, I don't know instructions on it yeah that is the shrine to uh, is it Zephos yes uh, Zephos uh, it, it will tell you how to command the winds so mm-hmm. if you if you do this certain action that's on his shrine um, that is how, going forward, we will be able to control the winds.
0: It is it is referred to as Winds Requiem.
1: Winds Requiem. Uh, you will be doing that a lot if you are not Jeremy, who is playing uh, the HD version. The rest of us are all playing the regular version. So, but um, go ahead.
3: I was I was going to say this is like the thing that struck me about this is that. You know, he shows up and he's the god of wind and he talks about his brother who's like the god of, of cyclones. And uh, <laughs> yes, it's just like, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the the only time, the first time we've seen anything, any gods in the Zelda pantheon that fall outside of, you know, Din, Nehru and whatever the other one, Farore or whatever. I feel like, well, it's I mean, only like the three goddesses, and now we have like the god of wind, and then we have like the sky god dragon thing and... Well
1: yeah, like even even Velu is is an existing like a spirit that exists in this world and is not just talked about. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean we had an Ocarina, you had the um what were they called? The uh the people that we in the <laughs> In the Temple of the Sages Light the sages. Yeah, the sages, yes, but they weren't
3: like gods. They, those were people who had like some sort of mythical aspect to them. It wasn't like right. Like Zephos is clearly some random, like supernatural frog, as opposed yeah. to a guy yeah. who was just hanging around and eventually became like sort of immortal, like.
1: And and definitely supernatural in an anime way because. His entire—the oh, the only time we will see him in this game—he uh, is doing these kind of quick cuts, uh, much like when we talked about uh, the happy mask salesman In Majora's Mask. That they—they are—they are like almost smash cuts of him. Just like I'm over here now, now I'm over here. Now, like he just moves around you. It's—it's it's very anime, but this is the only time we'll see him. Uh, he's hilarious, as far as I'm concerned. So, continuing down the main path of this island, uh, it's time to play Trial and Error with Bomb Fruits.
0: What I, did, I just gotta say, man, these things are... It, it is a minefield when you're playing this on hero mode. Because <laughs> Oh no,
1: that's right. Not I al- mean,
0: I didn't... I went in... Eventually, when we got to the dungeon, I had only two hearts. Because I got hit by bombs twice, because it takes a half heart each time. And I can't get health back. So the whole time I'm just like, I'm so annoyed. I'm like, I don't, I'm already like penalized here. And now I'm further penalized before I even get into the main dungeon.
3: Have you considered (laughs) not blowing yourself up?
0: I'm trying. (laughs) I've been trying to consider that.
1: The, the, the nice thing here, at least is if you uh, blow these rocks up, they stay blowed up. Yeah. Uh, Once this bombing run is over, uh, which includes some sidling and stuff like that um we run into our friendly neighborhood uh mailman yay
3: yeah i um i think it's weird in that this is clearly like the the is it the the ritos island like Mm -hmm. he's like the one mailman you know but there's tons of ritos and they're like this is how we make our living like flying around and delivering mail And it's like, you would think in a land of water, the Ritos is just everywhere.
1: He's the Southwest (laughs) Kai. Yeah, apparently his name is Quill. Didn't know Mm -hmm. that. Um, He asked about uh, our sister. It's like, did you, uh, did that, how'd that go? No? Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. And uh, when we finally get inside, we walk into the middle of a giant heated discussion about Valoo who is the dragon who sits on top of the mountain uh, things apparently aren't going well with Valu that, that that doesn't stop the villagers or the you know the chieftain from telling us hey that sucks what you're dealing with sorry sorry link sorry hero kid uh, we'll help you in any way we can but right now we're dealing with some stuff uh yeah Valu is upset raging we get we get a little bit of a, a lore about how... Each adult Rito has to go up to see Valu, in order to get a great scale, and mm-hmm. the great scale is what allows them to fly. They this might you know spell the end of the Rito's way of life. I guess. I guess it'll spell
3: the end of the Ritos because at that point they're just people with bird noses. Like <laughs> that's pretty much it.
1: And you know, they've they've got hands, but they also have wings. But those wings seem kind of cumbersome. I guess.
0: I mean, if they work together, uh, even though they can't fly, they can throw each other around.
1: Yeah, I I don't understand what uh, the concept of lift has to do with them not being able to flap their wings. So for the second time in this game, uh, an adult pitches the idea of using us as a kid to talk to children. Uh, That happened back in Windfall when the teacher was like, hey... I have no idea how to talk to my students. You should do it. This time, uh, it's a father talking to his own child. It's like, hey, I don't know how to really reach my kid. Um, can you sort of reach my kid for me? I'm like, no. you are a child. Go talk to child.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even a
1: conversation. It was just like, I'm going to write what
3: I want to say in a letter. And maybe if a child delivers the letter, he'll understand. <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah, he's like maybe he's, he's like you know the, the whole point is the the chieftain's son, who is probably going to be the new chieftain someday, uh, is too weak to face Valu, or is Valu too angry for his son to face him? I, um, it's not really clear. I think the implication
3: was that. He went to go see Valu and then Valu freaked out and then he was like, No, not, not nah.
1: doing it. No, nah. no, we're done. Uh, we we agree to help and we are instructed to find someone named Medley. Um, <laughs> and they just uh, side point they they will not shut up about how much courage we have. We're we're, we're so courageous, but
0: that's true, man.
1: Um, the courage filled to
0: the brim with that courage,
1: <laughs> courage is, is it's, it's almost like it's written on our hand. Uh, we are then given our final, uh, containment. We've gotten a, uh, a bait bag, a, um, spoils bag. And then now we have a mail bag. It's just,
0: oh yes. The three
1: genders. Yeah. 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 It's just I, It's just I, a place I, to keep our letters.
3: I actually didn't get the bait bag until after this dungeon. Like like beetle was like sailing around after I completed the dungeon. I don't know if I even yeah. Do you have to use the bait bag in the game? Cuz I don't remember this at all.
1: You you don't have it'll to. It'll be use it'll be useful later. Okay. Uh, really the only reason to use the bait bag is one to store fish bait so that you can fill your map in. And two to use pears to put on your head, oh, the In seagulls. case you want to use the seagull thing, that's I, all it's used for. I remember that seagulls. It. Yeah, and
2: defeat the rats. The seagulls are
1: just cool. And, and what, Sam?
2: <laughs> and defeat the rats. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Oh, which will which will come into play in this episode. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Um. Yeah. So so here, here's the plan. Ready. Plan is to, one, make Prince Kamali feel better about himself, two, enlist Medley to help us do that, and three, let the Rito take care of the Valu problem. So basically, we're just here to, like, be a buddy. Like, hey, my son needs a friend. Want to go be a friend? Like, okay.
0: So, yeah, I don't know about you guys. I delivered the letter and then I just left.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and and that's all I was supposed to and do. The King of Red Lions was like, "Cool, let's go gamble at, <laughs> at the uh, the the at the Battleship Shop." I guess.
0: <laughs> no any good bars? A, hey. A store.
1: Um. There's a few things. Now we're now we're finally let loose in the Rito Town. I guess. Um. There's a few things we can do here before we actually get to the meat of things. Um. Uh, side note: We can we can talk to the Rito who actually wants the golden feathers for his girlfriend. Uh, this will be a thing going forward. The golden feathers come from the uh, we talked about them the the Kargarn ox. That's the name of the the weird birds that every time you get near one, it goes.
3: Rrrr. I hate that um, sound.
1: I yeah, I know it's it's ridiculous. We will run into them again. And
3: I was like, are the goats at it again?
1: Like. (laughs) (laughs) We can also uh, go outside. There's, you know, on the second floor. Um, Basically, the only reason to go out here is so that NPCs can go. Hey, did you get that uh, conducting thing about the wind? There's There's a conducting thing about the wind down there. Did you get it?
0: Yeah, see, I didn't talk to any of them. Yeah,
1: no. I mean, that's all that they're there for. But the main thing I want to talk about is the mail sorting game. Everybody remembers this, right? Fondly. I, I didn't even...
3: I mean, I
0: did it once.
3: <laughs> I didn't even look for the game. I, I I immediately took the letter to the guy and went into the dungeon. I didn't even know there was a town outside oh, okay. that room.
1: Yeah. No, the mail sorting game, uh, I think I remember it only because when I worked at Amazon, people would be like, well, what's it like there? And I'm like, okay, have you ever played Wind Waker? You know that mail sorting game? I do that for 10 hours a day. But it's basically the mail sorting game.
0: And the Bert and the guy that runs it has the face of the mailman from Majora's Mask in Ocarina. Oh,
1: I did not catch that at all. Yup. Oh, okay. Other than that, there's not really much to do here other than let's let's go talk to Kamali. Uh, he's hiding in his room. He's h- hugging this orange orb, I guess. Um, did they tell us what that was before we saw him? Mm-mm. No. We have no idea what they that thing is. said it is. was okay. a gift from his grandma. Yeah, uh, and, and we learned about his grandma. His grandma, uh, f- we learned about her from... Medley. Medley, yeah, because uh, that was Medley's, like, Tutor, Medley was kind of her apprentice, I guess. Um uh also we kind of assume that uh Kamali's grandma, his father's mom was kind of his mother surrogate. We don't see his mom at all. Uh and now that she is gone, there is like no female figure in his life. Here here is pearl This is the thing the thing we're gonna get at the end of this dungeon. Kamali wants to know what we want from him, he doesn't want to talk. But if we give him the letter, he's like, oh, my father actually kind of likes me, I guess. Even though he mentions us in his letter too, which, here's a heartfelt letter. Also, here's a guy that I think can help you. And so we talk to Medley again, and now we can go into the temple, basically. Uh, Would anyone like to describe how we get into the temple?
0: we chuck a bird girl at the wall 50 times until she actually goes over
1: <laughs> um we get we get our first bottle here we can take the bottle and fill it up with water and then we go we go up top and rehydrate the bomb flowers this close to the volcano they're all dried up and now we can use the rehydrated bomb flowers to break open the rock which will uh Uncover the the what the spring the water the
0: yeah it just raises the water up
1: yeah uh, w- you know once we you know we throw medley across uh, we have to get over ourselves and so that's how we get over we just swim across uh, I also I also love the uh, the basketball game that we have to play with the idol statues that uh, to allow us to cross the lava um, it took way too long. For me I was gonna
0: say I love it an idea yeah but trying to aim those shots with the bombs are just like it's just something about this game that it's just so loose with the controls you just I fortunately when they do the they have the gyro controls in the and the switch and it makes it actually really easy to aim but then anytime I got to do anything with the sticks I'm just like overshooting. Yeah, constantly. no,
1: no. I, I bet the the gyro controls came uh, quite in handy for the uh item we're gonna get in this dungeon hmm So now we're we're finally in Dragon Roos Cavern. Uh we finally get to use our sword again, basically. Uh we still haven't entered the dungeon proper, though. Uh we have to light some uh, fight off a couple bad guys and do the old school thing about lighting up torches with flaming sticks.
2: It's throwing rocks at bombs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was awful. Uh, I also want to point out the big jar with green smoke coming out of it because that will become a thing throughout the rest of this game. Uh, I
0: was so glad to see those every time because I'll just say I, I died in this dungeon maybe like seven or eight times. Yeah. And so every time you die, you get kicked back to the beginning. You do get to keep the items that you collect, doors you unlocked, and then also those teleport uh, bottles. And so when I first saw those, I was like, or when I saw saw my second one, I I was like, oh, man, I'm so happy for these. Like, I remember never using those Mm -hmm. before, but now it's like, oh, this is, like, mandatory for me. Well,
1: it, it, it also seems weird because, like, we've played through all the Zelda games before this, and this is a very 2D Zelda mechanic. In the 64 ones, there was always something natural in each dungeon to be like, here's your halfway point. Here's where your shortcut is. Here's if, if you get halfway through the dungeon, uh, whether it be in the, like the spirit temple where you uh, drop a block down that will allow you to crawl up to the second floor or something like that. There is, or, or like the, even in the Deku tree where you crash through the, the spider web in the middle, that's kind of your halfway point in uh, this one it, like in the 2d dungeons there will be a a spot in the first room right in the middle that you can walk into that will take you to where the mini boss was this feels a lot more like a 2d Zelda shortcut
0: well we kind of have both yeah in this dungeon we have the ones where we actually like mess with the environment to give us a quicker path somewhere else and then we just have the like pots that are just like this is a teleport thing it'll take you to some other random floor and so it's it's a little bit different but it yeah it's it's almost like a merger of those two ideas yeah
1: okay I can see that and after that we are introduced to the mechanic that will be very useful in this dungeon namely throwing water into lava to harden it into like a jumping surface
0: just just mind-blowing as a kid like <laughs> just elemental physics like whoa
3: i still think it's it's like even as an adult i think it's a pretty cool concept and like if you think about yeah. the like the game we just played in mega man legends 2 like the amount of like lava technology that they had compared to being able to do this is like whole another level
1: yeah mm. and like we won't really see it again like it's only in this dungeon Uh, I think this is also, uh, the first room we run into choo-choo's. Yeah. So, uh, keep collecting those choo-choo drops, uh, for, uh, potions, uh, that you can take to Windfall Island and give to the choo-choo guy and get yourself some potions. Now that we have a bottle, we can do that. Now that we're actually in the dungeon, I want to say that I love this dungeon and i love all the dungeons in this game but they are so linear they are just like straightforward paths like even when you like you get a key and then the, either the next room or the same room you're in is where that key is used like it, it, there's not a lot of exploring to do in these dungeons or in this dungeon especially you just keep moving
0: this is kind of the reason why, like, this is honestly the, the the lowest point for me are the dungeons in here, in this game, is just because they don't do a whole lot, like, there there's there's one that we get to later on that still sticks with me of being, like, a really cool one, but, uh, like, this dungeon in particular, I didn't, you know, when we talk about, like, this island, about, about liking it, it's like, I like the music, I don't like anything else on this island, like, I don't even think, like, the, the Ritos weren't, really weren't that compelling, Like, I like the idea of them. Like, when they, you know, where did they come from? And they're like these bird characters and all this stuff. And we're going to see more later on. But, like, just there's not a lot to do in the island and, like, the town beforehand. And then just going through this dungeon was just not that exciting for me. Other than trying to be sure that I do not get touched by anything.
1: Well, that's why you're playing on hero mode. So this game is more exciting for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still think this is a, is a cool dungeon. I think that the ideas that are used in here are really cool and then some of them are used elsewhere but it's still compelling to me on, on just a single dungeon level that they used a bunch of really cool ideas and then we're like, okay let's move on now
3: I think one thing that was disappointing for me just about this dungeon in general is like there's no mini boss. Like I feel like every time you're like locked in a room, you're just fighting the. Uh, I forget if it's. I think it's the Pecoblins. Is that the the right, whatever goblins <laughs> yeah. they are? Like you just have to fight the Pecoblins, and you know, there's a couple. There's like the Red Chew Jellies. There's you know the. I don't know if they're called keys in this game, but the the bats. Yeah. Um, and then you've eventually
1: got, we we get the the fire bats at some point.
3: Yeah, and then you've got the the. Like Vol style, like worm guys, but like I really wanted to see outside of the boss some like really unique enemy to this dungeon, or like a mini boss that kind of like went with the fire theme instead of like you know a bunch of rooms where I'm just fighting run of the mill dudes. Like yeah, that, w- that
0: well that th- would be cool. It didn't feel like a dungeon, like the interior parts there's so many of them where it's just like it's kind of cool the way they laid it out where it's like oh we've got the there's chairs here and there's like different levels and it's like these these bokoblins were like hanging out here in these in these spaces and it's like if there was more like world building if we had an idea of why they were hanging out there that might make a little bit more sense i mean it's like we want to say like oh ganon told them to hang out there to protect this stuff but like it just didn't feel like when you go into a dungeon in the previous games.
1: Yeah, it it, it feels kind of like a tutorial dungeon. I mean, it, it really does. Like, it, And we won't see some of these ideas used again later, but um, this is like almost like Baby's First Dungeon. I
3: don't know. I, I don't know. It's like, aesthetically, it's cool. Like I said, cool ideas are used. It just, like... I wanted it to be... I wanted it to be more... I wanted it to have more character as far as, like, the challenges in it. I guess, like, it does have character in that, like, you know, there's... There's things that you can't do anywhere else in the game. But, like, I just wanted it to be, like, to feel... Like a fire dungeon, or maybe have more stuff about Valu in it. Like it's like, is this a shrine to Valu? Is it just like, uh, is it just like a cavern? It's just a cavern. Yeah,
1: because because Valu was a really cool character.
3: <clears throat> but
1: um, yeah, I mean, like, there, there's a couple cool things about like, you know, we've got some bad guys jumping out of of broken fences, and then also the idea of burning down fenced in areas so i mean th- like that's cool but and that will continue on whereas we have to you know we'll have to burn things from time to time but um yeah it, it does feel like kind of a limited dungeon in that way um although we do get uh for the first time since a length of the past we get an outdoor section of a dungeon we do have to now this
0: I liked because you get a sense of elevation.
1: There, yeah. As we, which it, was cool. Continue to, to head on up the mountain.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so once back inside, we're presented with the, uh, like the, like you were saying BC before we started recording the Catherine wall.
3: Yeah. It's like, I was like, Oh, this is Catherine, like Zelda edition, basically.
0: Yeah. But it's not even a puzzle. It's no. just like, pull the three blocks. Pull,
3: pull out the blocks.
1: Hey, let me dream, Jeremy. Let me dream. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it leads to the rat room. And I call it the rat room because, uh, Sam, you, you brought this up earlier. Do you want to explain, uh, what we can do with the bait for the rats?
2: Yeah, you just take the bait, go in front of the rat hole where they would enter in the room, throw the bait down, and it comes out. And he's like, oh, yeah, that was delicious. Now do you want to buy some potions?
1: Which I absolutely did. So wait, did-
0: I didn't get any potions I only got They only sold me more bait Oh really? Yeah mode, they, would, they would only sell me more bait huh.
1: That seems kind of backward I mean No well, rats but- are rats yeah. But They're gonna sell you bait After they ate your bait
0: Hey that rat, rat That rat's got That rat has kids to feed Okay <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait so, so, so Sam Did you have bait Ready for this? Were you looking forward To this moment?
2: Oh yeah oh yeah as soon as
0: he as soon as he started that game <laughs> he, he almost named his character bait he was
1: so excited I, I,
2: I was gonna name it Rat King <laughs> or King rat yeah exactly
1: yeah I completely forgot about this because um, now that I have a bottle I was just waiting to get toward the end where I know there are fairies but the rat was like hey. You got money. I got potion. Why don't we work something out here?
2: So do we think the rat made the potion since he's a scientist?
1: (laughs) No, he stole it. Definitely. I know he is. I know he did. I love the Yeah, they stole everything they have.
3: (laughs) So this is like the thing I didn't get. Is like you have your little like communication like amulet or whatever, and like if you when you're in this room, I assume it's Quill. It was, like, some, like, super deep voice, so it's obviously not, um... No, it was King of Red Lions. I I just I... figured it was
1: King of Red mm-hmm. Lions, yeah.
3: That makes mm-hmm. more sense, because I was like, who is this dude who's talking to me through the stone? It's, like, all of a sudden, a super <laughs> deep voice. Hey, uh, you see any rats in there? Give them some bait. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, what do you... How do you see what I'm <laughs> yeah. seeing right now? Rats
3: it's like are Strasla. hungry, too. Like... Yeah.
0: He just, he just chimes in as me like, hey, I smell a rat. If you see some rats, give them bait.
1: Oh, I think I smell a rat. Oh, I think I
2: smell a rat.
3: He actually just goes on those tangents all the time. Like, he just, like, out of nowhere. He's like,
1: you don't see any dirty, thieving rats, do you? <laughs> uh, I like the spot coming up, too, where we get the compass. Because there's, like, uh, like we were talking about before, or I was talking about before, the an opportunity to throw a burning stick at a wall of boards to burn it down and you get the compass uh, not not the last time we'll do this in this dungeon but i thought that was a lot of fun i mean i thought that was really cool i don't know if we're going to do that again in this game but it's not the last time we'll do this in this specific dungeon
3: i do like that they're making a, like they're making us use the the enemy's weapons like they're keeping it relevant because i feel like it would be really easy to be like you can pick up enemy's weapons and then never address it again and you could go through the rest of the game and not do it but here it's like oh sometimes they have different properties they can slice through extra things they can burn down things like it's nice
0: in battle i don't see uh too much of a use in using their weapons
1: i mean not right now my
0: sword feels better
1: um, there, there, there are some harder enemies later that if you grab their item, it might be better. But um, so far, our, our little uh, uh, outset island sword is kind of weak. So uh, we have to go back outside again. Uh, I think this key is super lame because the door is locked. And then you turn around and you see uh, a bird's nest, goat bird. a goat bird's nest. And the goat bird has a, a key in his nest. And, in fact, I walked up to him, and he kind of, like, flapped back. Like, he started to take off and, and flew backward a little bit. And I just kind of grabbed, uh, uh, grabbed the key. <laughs>
0: that's, just gra- I, that's what I did. I grabbed the key and oh, ran. No, I, you, I, I killed
3: it. I just him. wanted the
1: sound to stop. I didn't I mean, even I know didn't... there was a key there
3: at first. I just wanted the sound to stop.
1: Oh, no. I can't risk those hearts, man. <laughs> okay, Fair, yeah. Did, Sam, did you kill the bird too?
2: I did. I oh did, yeah, uh, jumping forward slash. Oh, and did right killed it in one it. shot?
3: And did you feel bad, Sam, or did you feel righteous?
2: <laughs> I felt righteous. No, it <laughs> took two of them, and I almost fell off the edge.
1: That's see, that is worth it. That's definitely <laughs> worth it. So there. Uh, once we unlock the door, we're we're almost to the room where the boss door is. Uh, I think we're on a rope bridge here. Uh, just off to the side exists, uh, the new hallway shortcut smoky jar. Uh, this is the first time we, we get a, a midway point, right, Jeremy?
0: Oh yeah. No, as soon as I saw it, very first thing in, it was like, where's the bomb? Gotta, gotta release this pot. Cause I know I'm going to die. Burn the top and... off so I can
1: hop down it and do a cool somersault mm-hmm. in the air. Uh, we go through some, some BS, including a room where we have to get past the, uh, what BC was saying, the sort of, uh, worm thing. It's the first time we run into them. Uh, you have to, like, stab them through the head. If you just hit them in the eye, they will roll up into a ball and they won't die.
3: If you hit them with, uh, the water, they'll also roll up into a ball.
1: Okay. I forgot about that. Um... Once we get past that room, we find ourselves in the boss door room. It seems kind of weird that we would have a, a midway checkpoint. And then we go through like three or four rooms. And then we get in the final checkpoint. I feel like that, that, uh, that checkpoint jar should have been earlier. But I don't know.
3: Uh, I think it's literally so you don't have to do the water lava spout puzzle again. Okay. Because it's it's right after the lava water spout puzzle. So I think it's just so you don't have to do that.
0: They're also... They're just on different floors. So you can easily go to each floor that way.
1: It's just... It's so linear that I, I don't even think of it in that way. But I think you're right. Unfortunately, we don't have the boss key yet. So once again, we have to go back outside. This is one of my favorite parts of the game. I... I love this fight. I love getting. I love this. This specific outside area has always like stuck out to me because eventually we get an item that it it's meaningful to. Um, this is the
3: part with the stairs, right? The yes, the falling stairs. Yep,
0: yeah. yeah. You go up the. It, it spirals around the outside of it and as you're going up. They start to fall, and it like it, it's weird the way they fall, like. I don't know why, I think someone was just like as they were designing it, they were like, That's a lot of stairs to go up. Let's do something interesting here. Cause it's not like there's a sudden scene where something hits it and they start to fall. It's just like out of nowhere, they just start falling behind you and just have to keep moving.
3: Well, like the reason yeah. they fall is so that you have to use the item you're about to get in
1: five minutes. To to, to get Well,
0: back. but the but the but the gate closes behind you. Like you didn't necessarily need to have that happen. Mm-hmm. You're still trapped in there regardless.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because we're going to... So we get trapped somewhere. We fight a bad guy. uh, The goat birds drop another bad guy off after we beat those bad guys. uh, Because Medley is here for some reason. She's been taken captive. And now... Of course, she's a girl and this is a Zelda game. Yeah... But out of nowhere, she's been taken captive, and we have to save her. Um, so yeah, once we take them out, uh, another uh, a goat bird drops another combat moblin, I guess, and we take that out. And once they're dead, we get some some lore dump. We get we get told about like what Valu is really going through. Uh, more specifically, I guess what his tail is really going through. <laughs> Something's really messing with his butt. Uh, and then, like this is kind of uh, out of, out of nowhere, we get just Medley gives us the item of this dungeon, which uh, I would say is probably up there with the Hookshot for the best 3D Zelda item. It's only used in this one game, but we're talking about the grappling hook. It's only—it's fun. It's, it's oh, fun, really,
3: because I hate this thing. It oh, I love this thing. Super cool. Hate it.
0: Like it's—it's it's fun to like throw it, and you get that little animation of it wrapping, and you feel like Indiana Jones. And it's like, but. In practice, and like when you're talking about, like all the stuff, like especially when you, I, I I don't put it up there with a hook shot I, because a hook shot is just intense and it's like really cool and it has all these different uses. With this, the, the grapple thing just
1: doesn't really have as many uses. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead go to bat for it, uh, Sam. What do you think about the grappling hook?
2: Um, I would agree that the hook shot is more attractive to me. Okay,
1: <laughs> but I think
2: the grappling hook is awesome.
1: I, I think I think this game is, is, is definitely built around it. Um, you, we could go back to previous Zelda games and see the very first item they give us in the very first dungeon. Not all Zelda games, because the early ones will be like, we talked about it a lot, traversal items. But um, mechanical items, eventually those start getting put into the games. and And it's like, Always a, a slingshot or always a bow and arrow. So the game is built around that. This game is definitely built around the grappling hook. There's a lot of swinging in here. We we went through it with Nico in the last episode and the pirate, uh, you know, the, the bottom of the pirate boat where he's like, now you got to swing across and it's going to take you a year, but this is a mechanic you're going to have to learn in this game um my i guess
0: my biggest issue is that you can use it in combat but it's so slow to use that i hate using it like it's great that you can pull loot off of an enemy yeah like you can potentially that's really all it's used for but you have to press it once to pull it out and then he swings it then you have to press it again and the animation just takes way too long
1: uh as, as a fan of um Kung Pao the movie. Uh, I do love standing at the top of a of a waterfall and and just saying swinging the chain swinging. <laughs> <chain." So, laughs> if uh if if it only allows me to do that, um, best item in, in Zelda. There's your
0: one Kung Pao reference for the season. Thank right. you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, cut the rest of them out.
3: I I respect that, but like you know, w- we get it and then we immediately have to use it like four or five times. And every single time you latch on something, there's the animation, which is super cool the first three times. But, like, yes. when you have to use it four times to get to a room, then you go into that room and you, like, think that you have to do something else to get, like, outside of that room. And you have to do it four more times. And you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be back in the room I was in five seconds ago. And you have to see that, like, animation, like, 12 times in, like, this span of five minutes. And and I have a
0: theory yeah, as to why it's like that. Uh, it's a it's just an animation shortcut. Rather than having to figure out a proper way to animate Link from going from standing into swinging, they can cut to there, and then when they cut back, you're already right, swinging. Right.
3: Yeah, I'm sure Fair that's enough. it. I'm sure there's.
0: I'm just saying that's why I think I, I agree with you. I think they do it too. It's it's, it's too much. excessive. Yes, but that's probably why they do it. It's that way. It's probably
3: what had to happen at the time to just. It was probably just real life. They just had to do it. And that's the only way it worked, but like, I hate watching it 80 times.
1: (laughs) I, you know, I don't know. Um, I still, I love this item. I, I think the reason I love it is because this whole game is built around that item, like I said before. So getting this item, though, will allow us to backtrack to the door that we came out of outside. And it will also allow us to go left. Now going left will take us to a different path. And uh, it'll also allow us to jump across the gap inside, but that is the boss door. We need the boss key. So the boss key, we turn left. And we are brought to a suspension bridge. I'll
0: just say I needed to go back to the, to the front of the boss door to give me the Yeah, yeah.
1: I'll bet. Oh, they, they, they come back each time you leave the room? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, all right. So hard mode isn't that punishing
0: no it's because I've, I've played hero mode on a number of different zelda games and it's always well i'm relying on fairies and potions if i can find yeah them. and that's that's how you that's how you play hero mode hey
1: man games. rats rats got what you need
0: they don't though they,
1: they do <laughs> not they oh yeah bait. they sold you bait didn't they sorry what was that sam
2: i said i can't believe that they tried to sell him bait <laughs> Got
1: it. I was, and I was like, sure. You know what?
0: I'm here. I got nothing else going on. Give me the bait. They're rats, man.
1: <laughs> what do you expect?
0: I'm not going to have a rat come up and talk to me and be like, no, I'm not going to buy what you're selling.
1: <laughs> Fine, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Uh, do We We don't really have Deku Scrubs uh, salesmen in this game, do we?
0: Nope, we got rat scrubs.
1: Yeah, and, and I didn't even remember that at all, so... We appear in this room where there is a, spent, a suspension bridge, and we can... The The trick is to cut the bridge down, which I like. I think it's kind of cool.
0: It's cool, but it takes um, too
1: long. It does, because you have to cut the whole damn thing down while you're fighting someone. And if you uh, walk to one side of the bridge and then try and leave and not get it, the... The Pirate's charm thing pops up And it's like hey
3: Or at least it's supposed to pop up (laughs) Maybe it doesn't pop up for you and you spend the next Like 10 minutes looking through the rest of the dungeon To figure out how you get down (laughs) to that
1: room Oh Oh, no no. I remembered this room very vividly So I I didn't necessarily need that In fact I was like When the, the A button kept popping up I was like shut up king Leave me alone king of red lions But did you not remember this at all BC Nope Oh, no. Oh, no. I figured it out eventually. It's yeah, but this room is here to teach us about the next room, which uh, is a platform or like a, a giant, uh, a big cage with a platform in it that is suspended by ropes. And when you do the same thing by cutting those ropes, you can drop down and it will continue us to the next room. And see, uh, that would isn't... have been
0: cool if that was, like, the midpoint to where, like, you do that and then you can hop on there and, like, you know, go back different... up to where you were at.
1: Yeah, like or, like, different branching paths from there would have been really cool, yeah. too. Like, uh, I feel like an, an older, like, maybe even, like, a 2D game would have had branching paths from there. Uh, kind of like the, the weird roulette things from the Oracle games. Like that would have been a cool place to to branch off, but no, no, we're in a very linear dungeon, so we don't get that luxury. Um, we are, we're also uh, the boss key room has to do with the the what do you call them BC the, the the little worm thing the
3: I, I said they were like Vol Vegas style, but like I just use that as like another lava enemy. But yeah, yeah. they just like
1: lava. They worms. infinitely spawn. So that way, one uh, because if you you can kill them by doing the 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 dodge thing, but if you just hit them in the eye, they will roll up, and you can use them like Princess Rudo uh, Jabba Jabba's belly dungeon style and Ocarina, and use them as a weight.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: I also do like before this we we have a, like a reverse switch where we can uh, use the grappling hook to. To grab onto something that will pull a switch down As opposed to putting weight on a switch So yeah So so once this that room uh, Once you put the switch on uh, Or the rolled up Volvagia thing on there we Get the boss key And we go back to the boss room Backtrack again And uh, Jeremy we talked about this Not too long ago in in reference to the Cube Club. Uh so do you want to lead us through sort of the boss battle mechanic?
0: Yeah, so you get into there and uh basically you have what is essentially an invincible boss, and what you need to do is you gotta swing on Valu's tail. Um
1: now I don't Valu's tail, however, has a has a bad hitbox because if you if it just happens to swing just a little bit out of the way, you won't hit it.
3: I didn't have any trouble hitting the tail. Like I, once I actually swung at it, I had yeah. some trouble like hitting the platforms above me. Yes, but not the tail.
0: So I died the first time going into here. Uh, I got through. I got through his first phase. Then I died. Uh, but then the second oh, okay. time I played, okay. the second time I went into there, I was able to stay up on those platforms. And it was just back and forth. The second Valu's tail showed back up again, grappled back onto it, swung over to the other side, just didn't get touched at all.
1: I did did not go up on the uh, upper platforms at all during this entire battle. I did the first time by chance,
3: and then, like, I assumed that you had to go back down to, like, you know, start the next cycle. So I immediately left, and then from then on out, I didn't land on any of the platforms, so...
1: Hmm. Sam, how did this go for you?
2: Uh, you know, I just kind of swung back and forth. Um, there was plenty of times where I threw the grappling hook and got hit, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I never got up to the the second level area on top of the wooden flames.
1: Yeah, for everyone except for Jeremy, we have uh, jars around the perimeter that have hearts in them. So if if you know we get hit, we can just you know. Mine just have
0: single rupees.
1: Get, get a free heart, and Jeremy does not get heart drops. So. I, I get pocket change. Yeah. Yeah, swing on the tail, and then once you get to the second part of it, uh, once his exoskeleton is gone, you can use the grappling hook to pull his face to you. Um, it took me two rounds of that, uh, doing jump slashes, and that was the end of it.
0: I do want to okay. So I don't know if you if you guys noticed on this, but even playing on the HD one, it the frame rate was chugging. Like I was kind of disappointed in that. Like it, 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 I know it's like we use not advanced hardware or anything like that, but this is a, a GameCube game upgraded for this, and it's like when when what I, I can't. They didn't show. I really wish that they showed the name of the creature like they did in like Ocarina stuff. Um, yeah,
1: I don't know what to call this thing. Uh, it's not beagle Bing- a worm. Know. Yeah, I don't know what his name is. I can go
0: grab one of my mini Zelda books and find him yeah. there if I needed to. Um, uh,
1: I don't know where my uh, Wind Waker guide is, but it's somewhere around here.
0: But when it was, like, blowing off and doing, like, the cutscene and shattering, it's like, it was. It started to chug, and I was like, man, really? Like, come on. Like, that's why, I'd hopefully when we get that Switch version, it'll, uh, it'll be a, a smooth, at least 30, keep it consistent. Oh, we better get that Switch version. Oh, we will. I'm just saying when we do. Mm. They're gonna announce it on that uh, July twentieth direct. That's rumored.
1: Wait, wait, what?
0: I mean, by the time this episode comes up, I'm gonna be proven wrong, so <laughs> it's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we we. Uh, I, I I like this boss fight. I uh, I think it's it's really simple, but it it kind of sets the tone of this is going to be uh, a simple game, but it's going to be fun. Um. Also the glowing spots from the 64 versions that you step into which were kind of iconic for the time are replaced by these beautiful like wind spiraling things which I just love it. I just there's so many things about this game I just love. And that is one of them. Just just that kind of cool you step in the middle of it. You get your heart container and then and then it just it, it doesn't take you anywhere special. It just drops you Back on the beach, uh, Valu lets out a roar of relief and and a thanks for our efforts, and we just we just drop on the beach, and Komali and Medley are there to greet us, because because they knew what was going on, I guess.
3: Well, that was like Medley's whole thing when you saved her. She goes back and she's like, "I'm going to let everybody know what's going on with Valu."
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and Kamali is holding Din's pearl. Uh, now that we have calmed down, Valu, uh, we have not only given Rito the Rito access to their deity again, but uh, Kamali can now go go grow up. He can be an adult. So he's like, "Here, take this thing that I was holding for a while. It's my dodgeball. Take it, um, and I'm gonna go be an adult." Bye. Uh, Valu also speaks in Hylian, which uh, we've talked about the New Game Plus before. It's different than what Jeremy's doing, the hero mode. But in New Game Plus, uh, you can actually read what they're saying. Since we're never going to play this game again on the show, I decided to go look it up. Valu says, Oh, hero, thank you. Oh, hero, use the wind of the wind god.
0: I was so obsessed with the Hylian text when I was a kid, when oh, this yeah. game came out. Me too. I was, I spent a lot of my time on the ZeldaUniverse.net forums.
1: But basically all Valoo was saying is, have you gone over to that shrine yet? This is like the third time <laughs> someone in this game is like, dude, make sure you go over to that shrine to get that cool conductor thing. One more time. So Kamali runs off to go see Valu, gets his wings, Medley chases off after him, and that's where we are for this episode. Um, I want to point out one thing, that now that we have the grappling hook, we can fish for stuff on the sea, now that we have become a boat, so that's about that. Um, Yeah, uh, that's Dragon Roost Island, guys. Uh, I, I, I still really love this... This island. Uh, does anyone else have anything they want to get out of the way and say something about it?
3: I think the the one thing that we didn't touch on that is just like a small thing that I, I liked about the island is as you're when you first show up and you're trying to get to the Rito Village um, if you look at any of the signposts they'll be like Rito Village and they just point straight up and it's like those are the directions that happen in a society where you can just <laughs> fly places like For everyone else, just
1: just fly up there. Mailman, up there. Mail center, that way. There's
0: also a guy there, like a a, a, not a bird guy there, who's trying... He he has a job interview, and if you go and talk to him, he says he doesn't know how he's supposed to get up there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. And for the next episode, we are going to go ahead and obtain the next Pearl. So we're going to go to the next dungeon... Get the next pearl that's all you gotta do and jeremy take it away
0: if you enjoyed this podcast we'd really appreciate it if you go on your podcast player of choice and give us a a five star review uh we we were looking at some of them recently over at uh itunes yeah we've got some good ones on there from someone who says uh good podcast star eyes is their username They say, uh, I love listening to all these amazing games and hearing their experiences compared to mine. For the games I played, this is my favorite podcast. You must listen to it, all caps. Really appreciate that. Uh, Thank you so much. Alex MPLS says, this podcast is awesome, but you should stop swearing. We do know, Alex, it's something that we uh, have been working on for some time now. We do hope that uh, by this time now, you do appreciate our, our, our awareness of that.
1: It's been three years. I'm trying.
0: Yes. Uh, And then uh, Retro123Gamer. They have a long sort of rant on there that we do really appreciate of just talking about how much they've enjoyed this. They did suggest to us playing Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, We have talked about that and we may look into playing that one soon. But, yeah, uh, if you do enjoy it, go on your whatever you're listening on it with uh, and give us a review on there. Five stars really helps out a lot. It gets us out to more ears. Uh, We definitely appreciate if you do an actual, like, written review. We do read them. Uh, If you want to talk to us more directly, you can follow us on Twitter, at Chat of the Wild. I do check on that regularly. We get a few people on there saying some things here and there. Uh, Let me know if we screwed something up, too, uh, or let us know some other memories you have of the games we're playing. We'll definitely bring them up on the show.
1: Unless it's about Alundra, in which case we'll just ignore it. <laughs> like I'm, like I'm
0: going to where Brian just said,
1: "Yeah, exactly." So, hey, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, join us next week. We are going to be playing through the Deku stuff, basically. So, thank you so much. Uh, we love you, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.